Across Tamworth and the northwest slopes and plains, you're waking up to 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley. Nude calendars. They're a thing, aren't they? There's a nude calendar sitting on the front desk out there. And look, they're always for a good cause and everything, but really, nude cal- I'm, I'm done with the nude calendars. Uh, whether it's the big budget Pirelli one or your basic, you know, glamour girl offering at the garage, can you still get them? No? Yeah, I bet you can get a bloke one. <laughs> the wheels have turned, haven't they? Uh, Elder's Voice, the, the Elder's Voice charity calendar is a nude calendar with a difference. Every month features a model that's as old as a whole year's worth of glamour models put together. And it's a pretty ordinary looking thing, let me tell you. The charity said they've asked their senior models to pose naked to break the stigma attached to growing old. Uh, I don't think there's any stigma attached to growing old. I just don't, don't think want to see you in the nude. Sorry. Uh, Richard Downs decided to get involved in the production of the calendar after his wife, Jean Bayless, who also features in the calendar, persuaded him to take part. He said, I only really did it because my wife asked me to. Well, that's, you're a good boy. That's why they're still married at their age. Uh, she persuaded me it would be fun and it would be probably the only time I ever did it. I don't see those as any reasons to actually do it. You can do stuff with your clothes on that's fun. You can do stuff with the clothes off that's fun too, but you don't have to take photos of it. It can only end in trouble, especially with social media these days. It helped that we both have had a long-term relationship with Elder's Voice and we feel supportive of the organisation. Other people may have been more concerned to say, hey, this is me, I'm 63 and this is how good I look. (laughs) You don't look good. You don't look good. I bet you Barry Hall will look good. He's 63, because he looks pretty damn good at 42, I've got to tell you. Uh, I don't think anyone was snubbing their nose at the idea of the body beautiful and all that blah, 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 blah. You don't, you, you don't get it. I, I get it. You don't want to be embarrassed about it, and it's all normal and all that sort of stuff. I don't want to pay 15 bucks for a calendar of it. I'm sorry. Oh, it's very empowering. No, it's not. <laughs> it's just silly. So charity calendars, <laughs> they're all right. What you want to do is uh, give them the money and then don't take the calendar. Are you going to have a? Are you going to have a like twelve months worth of uh, old people naked sitting on your kitchen wall for the whole year because it's empowering to them? No, <laughs> I don't think so. So give them the money and say, look, great calendar. I'm sure it's very empowering to you, but I don't want it. Here's your fifteen bucks. Thank you very much, and I hope you hope you raise all the money you need to. That's how you handle that. It's like telling a busker to just stop. You ever met a busker that's just really bad, and you just go, look, here's 20. Can you just give it a rest for five minutes? <laughs> Get your day underway with 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley on Tamworth Zone, 1287 2TM. Well, here's, a, here's another plank in the crumbling society that they've just pulled away again. Researchers have designed multiplayer games. Occupants of autonomous vehicles can play with other players in nearby self-driving cars. Just let that soak in for a minute. So you can basically play your video games anywhere you want to go now if you've got an autonomous car, which incidentally, they don't quite have that right yet either. Uh, a new study led by researchers from the University of Waterloo details three games created for level three and higher semi-autonomous vehicles. There's levels of autonomous vehicles. Now, the researchers also made suggestions for many exciting types of in-car games for future exploration. Level three and higher semi-autonomous... So you can just basically be a deadhead in your car now as well. One of the few places that you have to actually pay attention and listen and watch what you're doing, uh, they're going to replace that with something that you can just drain the brain with the... One of those, I don't know. 
You got a kid who's a gamer? Yeah, me too. As autonomous vehicles start to replace conventional vehicles, occup- as they start, occupants will have much more free time than they are used to, said Matthew Lakia, a PhD student and clearly a millennial in Waterloo School of Computer Science. You could use time spent in the commute to read a book, watch a movie or get ahead on work, or... <laughs> You could just play games with other people in autonomous vehicles, which is exactly what people will do. Nearby, when the car is driving itself, you'll be able to connect with other drivers and the games will be imposed on the top of the actual world so drivers won't have to take their eyes off the road. (laughs) You won't have to take your eyes off the road. Well, it's going to be on the windscreen, is it? Self-driving cars may have many intelligent technologies, none of which are the driver or the person inside it, I'll add, that help to keep them safe. And the researchers envision that in the future, vehicle-to-vehicle communication and heads-up displays will also become standard features. Well, they're already standard on some cars. Uh, V2V enables cars to let each other know where they are relative to each other on the road and HUDs on the... I mean, what if someone kills you in the game? Are you going to just go and ram them? <laughs> They've already got them on the plane too, haven't they? You can play other games against other people in other seats. I wonder if they should do Monopoly on that because Monopoly always ends in a fight. <laughs> or some, someone tipping the table over because there's no end to the game Monopoly, is there? Monopoly, not Nopoly. Probably called it that when I was a kid, still doing it. So you just, you'd, if you played Monopoly on the plane against someone, you'd probably just have to go and tip their tray table over, wouldn't you? Yeah, hang on, what seat are you in? Right, I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hate this game. Huh, you win. Take your Mayfair and your four hotels on it. Charge me two grand every time I land on it. Tamworth Zone, 1287 2TM. And 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley.